It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The NFL season is about to begin and nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, the Locked On NFL Podcast is previewing every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's lineup of NFL experts. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast to tune in beginning August 30th. Our Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And we welcome you one and all to a new edition and a new week of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell flying solo without David Harrison. Uh, hopefully we'll get David back here in a day or two. He's a little under the weather still, uh, so we certainly wish him the best. In the meantime, you can follow him on Twitter at dharrison82. You can follow the podcast at LockWFTPod. You can follow me at WrestleMania621. We also welcome you, the listeners, new and old and loyal. We appreciate you. And remind you, of course, to subscribe, rate, and review, share the love, and share the word about the Locked on Washington football team podcast, the only daily Monday through Friday Washington football team podcast. Uh, and uh, again, I'm Chris Russell, actually joined by my son, Tyler, uh, who's uh, going to say hello here for a second. Ty Guy, go ahead and say hello. Hello, guys. I'm good, boys. That's good information, bud. All right. That's good job. Good job by you. Thanks for joining us, pal. All right. All right. We got to get down to business, guys, as we do a full recap of the Washington football team 17-13 win over the Cincinnati Bengals on Friday. We had a bonus episode, uh, but quite honestly, I was trying to uh, get that done, get that recorded, be as quiet as I possibly could in a a packed press box. Uh, And now... We have a little bit of time to digest what we saw on Friday night. Again, a 17-13 win, that's not the important thing. Uh, You know, it's nice to win, but quite honestly, it didn't really matter. Um, There were a couple of things that stood out to me after watching back uh, a bunch of the replay. And I had some problems with the NFL Game Pass, so I wasn't able to make it all the way through. Still working on that. Uh, But a couple of things that I wanted to point out that this team needs to do better, that this team did better in some ways on Friday night, and then stuff that maybe they fell short in. And I wanted to start off with stopping the run. Um, If if you go to my Twitter, at WrestleMania621, and I'll retweet it 
uh, on uh, the podcast Twitter feed at LockWFTPod. You'll see the video of this. Montez Sweat from the left defensive end position blows up a little toss run to former Washington football running back Samaje Pirine. And what you see is Montez Sweat getting off the ball very quickly and off the snap and breaking up and breaking through a double team and almost overrunning the play, but corralling Samaje Pirine and bringing him down. All effort, all athleticism, all explosion. That's what Montez Sweat can do. He's probably, as crazy as this sounds, the most underrated player on the fence, maybe in the NFL. Maybe. I mean, that's how good of a year two, for the most part, that he had. Yet, this unit, quite honestly, needs to get better at stopping the run. We've hammered this topic throughout last year, during the offseason, throughout training camp, for all the talent that they have. They need to be dominant stopping the run, and they weren't last year. They weren't last year. So when you see plays like this, it, it provides hope that with all of this talent, and then others to back it up in the back seven, that Montez Sweat takes another step forward, that Deron Payne becomes more consistent, that Chase Young obviously gets even better and stays healthier, that Jamin Davis can make the difference, that Cole Holcomb and John Bostick with another year of experience in Jack Del Rio's scheme uh, and under Steve Russ get better, so on and so forth. That is so important for this team to stop the run and to get better in that area. Why? Because it allows you, when you are better against the run, it allows you to be more one-dimensional or to pin a team into a one-dimensional situation. Now, they allowed 111 rushing yards on Friday night. That's, you know, not great by any means. Um, And some people would say, well, you know, like, that's fine, right? And and, and that is fine. Um, Because I didn't think it hurt them. Um, But the bottom line is this. You know, when you take on a Saquon Barkley who's coming back from the torn ACL. When you take on a Cleveland Browns rushing attack, if you can keep them to 120 yards or under, you're doing your job. What you can't have happen is when pedestrian running attacks, teams that are not good at running the football, come into your building or you go against them and you get shredded for 140, 150, 160, whatever it might be. That's what you can't have happen. So you live with 111 as a team for Cincinnati. And and listen, again, nobody's fully game planning for these games. It's just a little something that we wanted to point out to start uh, the podcast, something that stood out to me when I went back and I watched uh, the game and I was able to slow it down. Another thing that I thought was really good, on the second play of the Uh, On the first play of the second series for Washington on offense, you look at Eric Flowers, who started at left guard and who seemingly has taken over that left guard position uh, from Wes Schweitzer, uh, who, you know, look, I I mean, Schweitzer did an adequate job, fine job last year, um, taking over eventually, but he's probably better as a rotational reserve. When you look at Eric Flowers, we know that 
He was a top 10 pick. We know that he developed that guard here in his final year here, 2019, under Bill Callahan. And then he went to Miami, signed a big deal there. I think it was three years, 30 million. And it didn't quite work out. And then he was reacquired via trade by this staff, which decided to, in part, let him go or not match the Miami deal, right? But, I mean, clearly this staff liked him enough. They thought he would be a good fit bringing him back at left guard. And when you look at Eric Flowers, this was a nine-yard run from Antonio Gibson. He pulls from his left guard spot, and he absolutely annihilates a play-side defender, just engulfs him. You can't judge everybody based on just one play, obviously. But running the football is so important, is so necessary for this offense because it reduces the pressure on Ryan Fitzpatrick. It reduces the need for him to be Fitzmagic. It reduces the chances that he's going to be Fitztragic. We just want Fitzpatrick. That's it. That's what we want. With a little bit of salt and pepper. A little bit. But if they can run the football like they did on this one particular play, and obviously this was just one particular play, and Jared Peterson had himself a whale of a ball game afterwards, but on one particular play, even though they ultimately come up short in a couple of short-yarded situations, that's what you want. That's what you want. And it came out of a jumbo set with Sadiq Charles as the extra offensive tackle. Now, that didn't always work, as we talked about uh, after the game on Friday night. They brought in a jumbo package for the uh, fourth and one, and it was a true one. I just watched it back on Sunday night. And, you know, I can't really blame one individual for losing their block. They were just pushed back at the point of attack. Antonio Gibson felt like he hit it hard. Ron Rivera said twice that he was a little bit disappointed about how hard they hit it. So, I mean, Antonio's version, at least Friday night, and Ron's version Friday night and Saturday afternoon, when we last talked to him uh, via teleconference, or via Zoom conference, I should say, was very different. Now, who's right? Well, you know, I mean, uh, I'd have to lean towards Ron. I mean, Ron went back and watched it and said the same thing Saturday afternoon. So that was a problem, um, for Washington that I know they're concerned about. There's a couple of problems on offense. One, that, short yardage runs. Two, a couple of free shots at the quarterbacks. Three, no touchdowns. So here's one example of what I'm talking about, free shots at the quarterback. Ryan Fitzpatrick, before the fourth and one, gets belted by a free rusher because Sam Cosme... Switch helps on Brandon Sheriff and doubles up on Brandon Sheriff and his blo- and his rusher and allows a free rusher off the left side of the Bengals defense to just come around and smack Fitzpatrick in the face, virtually untouched. Now Fitzpatrick somehow gets the ball off while getting popped and it kind of bounces up in the air and I think J.D. McKissick caught it and he almost got a first down out of it. But you can't allow Ryan Fitzpatrick to get free shots a lot. I mean, it's going to happen from time to time. 
but you can't allow free shots like this to happen. And I wouldn't be so concerned with the exception of it happened once for Matthew Judon in New England, and that was more on Charles Leno. Judon also blew up a third and one and a half run, which forced a punt from Peyton Barber, virtually untouched. So there's been several incidents now where against the number one offense, Washington has not either picked up a switch, overhelped, did something to put themselves in a tough situation where their quarterback or their running play or their running back got absolutely ambushed. That's not good, obviously. Now, one other play that I just wanted to bring up again that's going to be an issue. Um, It was, I think, the first play of the third series. Ryan Fitzpatrick gets sacked. Maybe he took a touch too long. It seemed like he went through a couple of different reads. But Brandon Sheriff had pulled from his right guard spot to essentially help out the left tackle spot or the left side. I'm not sure if that's by assignment. I'm not sure if what that, I would assume it's by assignment, but I'm not sure. Uh, It was kind of weird because it was almost like a run pull from right guard to the left side without it being a running play. Um, And he took on a blocker that had come free or a rusher that had come free because Charles Leno was engaged with somebody else. And Brandon Sheriff, you know, I don't want to say super quickly, but quickly enough, got beat to the inside. So he meets the defender, and he looks like he has him engaged, but then the defender keeps pushing and slips inside of Sheriff and gets to Fitzpatrick, and then the wall collapses around Fitzpatrick, uh, and then the sack. Again, you're going to get sacked in this game. But what Washington can't have happen is all of these free shots, number one, and number two, assuming that was a creative concept by scheme, you can't have creative concept by scheme go bad because then it puts you in a position where, you know, John Matsko and Scott Turner are like, well, we have to keep things basic because our guys can't hold up when we get creative. And I don't know, again, what the breakdown was. I mean, I saw what the breakdown was, but I don't know what the actual assignments were. All right, so I wanted to bring those things to your attention right here as we open up the Locked On Washington football team podcast. And we obviously went a little bit long. When we return uh, here on LOWFT, we will go into a couple of things Ron Rivera talked about on Saturday. uh, And I'll give you my reaction to that as well. That's next right here. I'm Chris Russell with you on LOWFT. All right, guys, it's that time of the year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the 200 k NFL Survivor Contest open right now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device. Sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo 
which means you make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, football, basketball, boxing, baseball, right to horse racing. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. They're right there for you now. Get in on futures and all of that good stuff too at betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, this is the Locked On Washington football team podcast. We'll go through this quickly. I picked out a couple of assorted quotes from Ron Rivera on Saturday afternoon. You know, again, about 13 or 14 hours after uh, the game ended on Friday night, a 17-13 win, and with some time to digest the tape. Uh, He was asked about the first-team offense not getting into the end zone in two games, and somebody I know asked him that question. I thought it was a good question. Uh, It was me. Uh, And um, so we started off the press conference that way, and he said, quote, I think it's important you go in feeling good about your offense, their ability to move the football. He said, I think it's important you go in feeling good about your offense, their ability to move the football, do some consistent things. I think that is what's more important, more so than anything else. Do I feel pretty good about it? Yeah, I do. Would I have liked to have seen them score touchdowns? Yes, I would have liked to have seen that. But I'm not going to sweat it right now. I like exactly what we're doing. I like how we're moving the football. And it's just a matter of us continuing to work and keep improving on what we're doing. So that was on the first team offense. And part of the reason why I asked that question that way was I knew he wasn't going to flat out give us. Yes, the first team offense needs to score a touchdown. Yes, the first team offense needs to play against the Baltimore Ravens this Saturday night at FedEx Field in Landover. I knew he wasn't going to say that, but certainly you got the indication that he wants to see that as much to feel good, to have that confidence, to have that like monkey off your back, to not have 14 or 15 days before the season opener where everybody's questioning how good this first team offense is. He was later asked in the same video conference if he would be willing to say that Ryan Fitzpatrick was the starting quarterback. And he said, quote, yeah, I can. And Nikki Javala, the Washington Post, followed up to her question saying, well, okay, you could, but will you? And he said, you know, we don't play for 21 days. Whenever it's time... To say it, I'll say it. Whenever we got to put out the first depth chart, which isn't until the Tuesday before the season opener, by the way, you guys will see. Right now, that's not the important thing. The important thing is we continue to work and prepare and get ready and everybody competes. Whether it's, you know, Fayette, uh, uh, I don't even know how to say this, Fayette, a complete <laughs> or not. I just think, you know, we... We get caught up right now on something that's not as important as practicing, developing, learning, and doing things the right way. All right, so uh, just my take on that is, of course, Ron's not going to say 
that Ryan Fitzpatrick is the starter now. Uh, I mean, he could. We know the answer. There's no other answer. But why give the Chargers any advance opportunity, right? And why make a storyline and reduce the competition? We know the answer. He's just not willing to officially say it. Uh, When he was asked about not converting on fourth and short, which we mentioned in segment one, quote, that was disappointing to me. I felt like we could have hit that a little harder. He's talking about the hit in the hole a little bit harder. And there was a little bit of hesitation from Antonio Gibson. I saw the hesitation on replay. I didn't see it live. I thought from my perspective of watching it, I thought we could have stayed on the double team a little bit longer and worked up a little bit. I think we might have come off of that a little bit sooner than we needed to. And again, I think a little bit of hesitation on Antonio Gibson that might have given that guy that little extra chance to get in there and make the play. But I think it's the right call. We went back to it a little bit later on and converted with it. Okay. I mean, listen, Peyton Barber was really, really good at short yardage situations That's going to be his role if he's on this roster. Now, with Jared Patterson having the game that he had again on Friday night and also as a kick returner, I mean, there's no guarantee that Peyton Barber is on this team. I think they'll ultimately take four, but, you know, that's just my guess. I mean, they could easily take three and go with Jared Peterson. The problem is, is that he's not as physical as Peyton Barber is. He's not as experienced. He's not as experienced in pass pro. So that's a problem too. But he's dynamic and he seems to be a pretty darn good receiver out of the backfield. And he seems to have strong tree trunk type legs despite his short squatty nature. So we'll have to see. All right. That is uh, going to leave us with one final thing to do here on the Lockdown Washington football team podcast. Something that Cole Holcomb was involved in on Sunday in the community. We'll have the details on that for you next. I'm Chris Russell, flying solo. David Harrison, hopefully, will be back with us shortly, reminding you to celebrate the freedom of choice. Did you know that Built Bar has many delicious flavors? There's something literally for everyone. Whether you're a fan of one variety, two, three, you like them all, uh, I'm kind of a mixed variety kind of fan. I love peanut butter brownie, obviously, but I love many different flavors. I've tried so many different Built Bars that they send us uh, as a sampling technique, and really, I have not met one that I don't like yet. Um, So you can get coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, peanut butter brownie, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate, Whatever you want, or you can get creative and come up with a mixed box uh, on the website, built.com. So, why don't you do that? And here's the good news. Built Bars are high in protein, low in calories, very low in sugar, very low in net carbs, of course, which is all the good things you want to hear if you're taking care of yourself. Perfect for a late night dessert instead of that bowl of ice cream. Uh, Great for a meal replacement or an after workout treat. Whatever you want, guys, Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, huh? How about that? Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. 
All right, guys, you know that rockauto.com is also the place you go. If builtbar.com is where you want to go for your built bars, rockauto.com is where you want to go for your auto parts. Whether you have a car, truck, foreign, or domestic, old or new, minor or major, get it all one-stop shopping at rockauto.com. And here's the best part. You don't even have to stop. As a matter of fact, you don't have to go anywhere. That's because rockauto.com, you can order again from your kitchen table, from your favorite recliner, from your bed, from your toilet, wherever you might want to order from. See the point? You don't have to go to those big auto parts superstores and get basically a price that's jacked up because they're trying to pay for their overhead and because you're not their buddy, the mechanic down the street. You're going to get treated fairly. You're going to get the best prices on whatever you need. And you're going to be able to get whatever you need. Go and check out rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, and wrapping up the Locked On Washington football team podcast for this first edition of the week, I'm Chris Russell with you. Um, so on Sunday, the Inova Health System, which is a, a sponsor, and obviously Inova Sports Performance Center is where the Washington football team trains and operates on a daily basis, they did a community event working with United Healthcare to provide free immunizations, well child visits, and COVID-19 vaccinations for children ages 12 and up in their family. Uh, and apparently they had a big, big, big crowd, uh, some folks that uh, recently relocated from Turkey that didn't have uh, health insurance. Uh, this is from Sharla McBride with our partner WUSA9 and WUSA9.com. Uh, these quotes and this story, um, you know, again, helping out the community, some who just don't have the financial wherewithal, some who don't have the ability. Apparently, 17 doctors volunteered their services on this Sunday, 80 nurses and other healthcare professionals. Um, and obviously, when you hear something like that, they had a, a, about 350 kids show up uh, on, on Sunday and over a thousand different people uh, from the group. That is so cool. Then the Washington football team helped uh, by donating 150 backpacks full of school supplies. I, actually, I'm sorry, that was from United Healthcare. 150 backpacks of uh, school supplies for children. And then WFT linebacker Cole Holcomb uh, made a special appearance uh, on a day off and said, uh, according to Charlotte, quote, I'm just trying to interact with as many people as I can. I'm trying to make their day, even if it's just giving a kid a little fist bump or giving him a sign football, just help make this process easier. I know as a kid, I was really scared of the doctor. So I figure if you can have anybody to help make this process easier. It helps out a lot. So good job by Cole Holcomb, the Washington football team, United Healthcare, uh, and of course the Inova uh, Health System and all the doctors and nurses and volunteers that made this event possible. Good job. And uh, thanks to, again, our friend Charlotte McBride at WUSA9 Television and WUSA9.com for passing that story along. That's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell. As always, we thank you for being with us. And as always, we remind you 
that you can check out ways to contribute to the Locked On Washington football team podcast via email, lockwftpod at gmail.com. That's lockwftpod at gmail.com. Or by calling our voicemail line, 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577. And also, betting on the Washington football team doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping experts Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for being with us. Good start to the week. I'm Chris Russell. This is the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.